Welcome to Baptism Sunday uh, this morning. Hey, if you are visiting with us this morning, we want to say welcome to you. My name is Brandon. I'm one of the pastors here, and uh, you chose a good week to join us. We are baptizing 16 people in this service. We just got done baptizing 16 in the last service. 32 people. I don't exactly know what revival looks like, but this could be it, guys. God is doing something really, really cool um, in this place. And so, uh, hey, listen, what, what this morning looks like is we're going to start off by singing um, a song of, of praise and adoration to our King, uh, Jesus, who saves us. And, um, and then we're going to start dunking these people this morning. And, and so... Uh, and so uh, this first song that we're going to sing, it might initially sound like we're talking about zombies because it's called Grave Robber, uh, but I promise you that's not what it's about. Uh, listen, we believe in the gospel of Jesus Christ here. We believe that because of our sins, we deserve death. We deserve to be in a grave forever separated from our creator God. And in our imperfection, we cannot save ourselves. But here's what's really cool. Our creator God, who we betrayed, who we walked away from, said, I want them back. I want to make a way where they can be with me for eternity. And so he sent his perfect son as a sacrifice to pay for all of the bad things that we could ever do, past, present, and future. And he said, whoever bows to me and surrenders their life to me can be with me again. And so you're in a room full of people who've said yes to Jesus, and we have the freedom of eternity um, at hand. And that is the grave robber that we're talking about. He pulled us out of our death, out of our destiny of death, and gave us life. And so let's brag on him a little bit here. Y'all ready? Let's do it. I used to live like a rebel, didn't want to behave Thought a wretch like me could never be saved But everything changed, I remember the day When I heard him calling my name Like a thief in the night He stuck into my life
grab a seat. Hey, welcome to Baptism Service Sunday at Shelbyville Community Church. Yes, yeah, so we baptized 16 people in our first service and another 16 this service. God is so good. Hey, listen, let me talk to you about, for just a minute, about one of the reasons we get so excited about days like today. It's because of what they represent, right? In other words, a day like today represents uh, forgiveness of sin. It represents uh, the growth of God's kingdom. It represents uh, new life. It represents a clean slate with God, an opportunity to approach God in a right relationship. It just represents all that. And so we love to celebrate these days. But I want to talk to you about why we do what we do. It comes right out of a book uh, called Matthew 28. This is one of the last things Jesus would say to his disciples before he ascends. And here's what he says. He says, all authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. Now, sometimes we gloss over that, but that's an incredible thing for Jesus to say. That's a statement nobody else in history has ever been able to make. Only our Jesus could make it. All authority. And then he goes on to say this, go therefore and make disciples of all nations. And he tells us two ways he wants to do that. Baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And then secondly, teaching them to observe everything that I've commanded you. And then this incredible promise that, again, we sometimes gloss over. And remember, he says, as you do that, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. And so what that means is that Jesus is here now in this room, working and moving in us and among us and through us. And that's just an amazing thing that we do together. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to ask you in a minute to check out your screen and we'll give you an opportunity to just hear uh, from the people that are being baptized today. But before we do that, let me just pray for us and for them today. Let's pray together. Hey God, we just are so grateful. You're so kind. You're so good. And we just pray for the men, the women, the children that are going to be baptized today. We just ask that you uh, would be kind to them that they would come to know your goodness, that they would come to live close every single day to your mercy, to your grace, to your love, to your compassion. We're so grateful, Lord Jesus, that you demonstrated your love for us in this, that while we were still sinners, you died for us. And so we give you thanks and we give you praise and we do that in Jesus' mighty name. And all God's people said... Amen. So check out your screen. Jesus died on the cross so he could take away the sins from us. I want to have a relationship with Jesus. I have a two-year-old and a four-year-old boy, um, both boys. I just want to show them um, what it means to walk with Jesus and live life. By being baptized, I'm showing an outward expression that I'm choosing God and the faith and um, welcoming it into my heart. I was baptized when I was a child, nine or ten years old. Um, At the time, that was just what everybody did. Kids were baptized. I didn't know what I was doing. But now I want to give my testimony as to what God's done for me. And I just 
want to let everybody know. I want to do it now because I understand. And I'm following him and I want to continue to follow him. Jesus died on the cross and he rose from the dead and I get to go be with him. I believe in Jesus and I want all of you guys to know. I'm getting re-baptized. I think it's the next step in the new life for me and my kids. He died to forgive me of everything I've done wrong in my life. Getting baptized is letting everyone know that I'm following Jesus. Jesus died on the cross and I get to go to heaven. I've been fighting with addiction too half my life. I'm trying to look for a better outcome and something positive instead of negative. And died on the cross for his sins. That means he took his last breath so I could have another. I mean, I've done, for a long, long time, I've done a lot of bad in my life, you know, and I've uh, come to terms with that. It's time for me to seek something else because my way of living just wasn't working. I chose everything on my own. I didn't believe in Christ. I didn't, you know I mean? It, to me, he didn't even exist, I felt like. When I was in the JIP program here recently, I met Mike Burton again. We did a program that's called Heart of Addiction, and it really opened me up to what could be a huge spiritual awakening and the next thing you know you know I me mean, i'm into my bible every day i'm talking to mike burton i'm calling people on the phone i'm telling my dad like i found christ you know what i mean and he's like oh yes died for my sins so i wouldn't have to i believe in jesus and i want to go to heaven he died on the cross for my sins i want to be saved i've done a lot of sinful things and i want to get a new life I love Jesus. I want all you to know it. I want to be a part of God's army. I was baptized as a child and just wanted to rededicate myself. Gave um, the ultimate sacrifice to, to um, give me peace for the sins that I commit and to lead by example. Get all of Jesus' love that's, that's, the, um, that's offered to me on a regular. Uh, I'm choosing to get baptized mainly because my return to faith, I guess. I came to Shellyville Community Church when I was younger, part of the youth group, and I didn't go for several years, and now I've decided to return. And I just think it'd be good to be you know, baptized and sort of celebrate my return to faith. I want to get baptized because since coming to SCC, it just feels right. It feels like this is the time get away from all the bad things and focus on the Lord in my face, teaching my son about Jesus and what he did for us. Jesus died on the cross to pay for all of our sins. I'm choosing to get re-baptized so I can uh, show my faith to everyone and the Lord that I've gotten off that fine line and decided to plant both feet firmly on his side. He died for us. He died for my sins, he died for your sins, uh, and he, he uh, gave his life so we can have life. I was baptized when I was a baby, and I think that was probably beautiful, and it was for my parents mainly, and I think now this is my choice to say I believe in Jesus, and just to show my faith and my love for Jesus, and he died for my sins. He died so I can have eternal life. Well, I've been baptized when I was probably five or six. I don't remember it. I'm very proud of my wife. She just decided three months ago that she wanted to be baptized and she wanted me to walk up with her. And the more I thought about it, it's like, you know, I want to remember that day because I don't remember that day. And how great is it to do it with her and my son? I know God's in me. He's in my heart. Jesus is in my heart. And I live for him. I want our relationship with God. 
I want to I want to commit to that. I'm ready to have it in my heart, you know? Died for my sins. If your way isn't working, then his way does. I was baptized as a child in the Catholic Church, but um, that wasn't my decision, so this one is. Um, I have a lot of health issues, and um, I, I don't think that there's much longer. My anxiety about my um, health has decreased a little, knowing that I'm not alone in it, and there's someone else making a decision about my story, so I'm not alone in it. I believe in Jesus and I want all of you to know. Jesus died for our sins. It was the greatest gift anybody could ever give anybody ever. <laughs> really means like forgiveness and being able to forgive myself and know that I have somebody looking out for me that forgives me and still loves me even when I'm at my worst. The biggest reason I am getting baptized is because God has been calling me my whole life. I just never picked up and I'm finally to the point in my life where I'm tired of controlling my own life so I'm ready to let him have control. I know that he shed his blood for us that he had to die and be perfect when he died because we are not. We wake up when we're sinners and we were born sinners and he came to save us. I have a really big heart for God, for Jesus, and I want to be able to spread His word more. I want more fire. I want more. I want more of God. Jesus died on the cross for us so that we could be saved from our sins. He died for our sins so we could go to heaven with Him. Uh, God's been knocking on my heart for a long time, and uh, like he, he allowed me to realize that there's another way to bring peace instead of the things I was doing and engaging in. You know, in my past, I always idolized everything else and let the world know what I was doing on everything else. So I feel like it's only right to bring that same glory to God and allow my testimony to be, of you know, just an image of Him. Because, like, you know, He allowed me to get through all of it, so why don't He deserve to at least reap the, the glory from it in a sense? So. So years ago, uh, one of the deepest thinkers, one of the greatest theologians, widely recognized in his day, was in a, a room full of people, and uh, folks were asking him questions, and at one point, somebody raised their hand, and they said, hey, just as one of the deep thinkers, you know, of our day, like, what's the greatest truth that you've just come across, you know, in your study of Scripture? And here's what he said. He said, well, Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. And it's still the greatest truth that any of us can come to know. And that's really what today represents uh, is the love of God. And, you know, when I prayed earlier, I prayed this first. You know, we're told that God demonstrated already. In other words, we don't have to wonder if God loves us or not. He already demonstrated, proved that he did by uh, dying in our place on a cross, paying the price for our sin. And so, you know, when we're looking through the lens of the gospel, we don't ever have to question the love of God. We can know that he loves us 
And that, my friends, is what today is all about. So listen, we believe in celebrating what God is doing. We believe that these, the decisions that have led to this moment for these men, women, and children are life-changing, eternity-shaking decisions. And so we really want to be intentional about celebrating those, those decisions. So as I'm calling folks up, if you want to uh, clap and applaud and cheer, uh, man, just show them some love. Can we do that together? Awesome. Yeah. So, uh, so let's call up the Onan family, Jennifer, Betty, and Stacy. Come on up, you guys. Amen. How about Justin Whitson? Where are you, Justin? Macy Irvine. Macy, come on up. Love it. How about Dylan Bennett? Dylan, where are you? Adrian Shackle. Come on up. Wendy Zimmer. Come on up, Wendy. How about Grayson Hursley? Grayson, come on up. Madeline and Lily Gaddy. Come on up. See your dad Brinson's with you. Love it. How about uh, Marissa Perry? Come on up, Marissa. Emily Schaefer. Come on up, Emily. Cash Morose. Come on up. Awesome. And then last but certainly not least, uh, Days Fortner. Come on up, Days. Well, hey, good morning, everybody. Listen, each and every one of you, you know what you are? You are a trophy of the grace of God. And you are an answer to prayer for many, many people here, you know, uh, in this room and in this place. And we are grateful for you and for what you represent, but mostly we're grateful for your decision for our Jesus. It makes us family. It makes us brothers and sisters in Christ. It makes us one. And so we are so grateful for you. Hey, so one of the things uh, that we're told to do right in scriptures, it says, uh, Hebrews says this, that look, you know, encourage one another. Don't, don't forsake the assembling together of yourselves, but instead encourage one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. So this is an opportunity where we want to give some of you an opportunity. Uh, so a couple of things, you know, we've got a big group here in the room. We've got a big group on the stage. And so a couple of uh, just some ground rules to help us uh, manage this effectively. So number one, uh, no preaching. I'm the preacher, okay? So that's not your job, that's my job. Number two, uh, if you could be brief, that would be helpful. We would love it if everybody that wants an opportunity to speak into these men, women, and children uh, would get the opportunity to do so. Secondly, uh, um, 
you, you, well, only speak to these folks if you, like, out of a relationship, right? Like, so if there's somebody there that you've prayed for, you've been in a small group with, or you've served alongside, or you've known for a long time, uh, we want to invite you to speak out of that relationship. And then finally, we love Scripture here. Uh, scripture, you know, the Word of God, we're told, is living and active. It's sharper than any two-edged sword. And so anytime that we can speak scripture to one another, it's a really, really good day. So, uh, so if there's a passage that's meant a lot to you or a passage that's really been instrumental in your spiritual journey, we, we want to invite you uh, to share that as well. So, uh, so we've got a couple of runners. I believe we have Bruce in the room and we have Jim in the room. So the way this works, if you want to speak and encourage somebody, all you have to do is stand up. We'll bring the microphone to you. Um, and yeah, let's see how this goes. So God, would you just encourage the hearts of the men and women uh, on our stage today? Make this a draw a line in the sand moment. For each of them, may they walk away from today saying in their spirit, though none go with me, still I will follow. So uh, burn that in their hearts, Lord Jesus, we ask in the name of Jesus. Amen. So let's begin to encourage. Congratulations, everybody. Emily, I'm so proud of you and to see how you've grown uh, just since I've known you and come out of your shell a little bit. Cash Buddy, I'm so proud of you. And Days, the growth that I've seen in you, buddy, just brings tears of joy to my eye. I've known you since you were three and the battles that we've had, but the love that we shared. I'm just so, so proud of you, bud. And Jeremiah 29, 13 reads, ye shall, ye shall seek me and find me when you search for me with all of your heart. And that's what all of you are doing right now. And I'm so proud. This is for Jennifer. Um, I'm really proud of you for taking these steps and I'm really excited to be a sister in Christ with you. Um, and for Justin, I know I just currently met you, but I can't wait to see how your faith grows just in the past couple weeks. It's been amazing seeing you here at church. And then for days, days you are such a wonderful child and I am so proud and just excited for you to grow in your faith and you're doing wonderful, bub, keep it up. Marissa, I am crazy proud of you. For those who don't know, she is a mom of our kids' own preschool and childcare. I've had the pleasure to get to know her for the last three years. Um, you've been prayed for, my friend. I'm so proud of you. Uh, my life verse is, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. As long as you keep him first, your life is going to change. I'm proud of you, friend. Dylan, this is for you. Nina and Poppy are so proud of you. And we love you so much. And we're so grateful that you have chosen this path to go down. Congratulations, young lady. The Onan family, um, I had the honor to uh, have all of you in my uh, first uh, solo small group, and uh, it's uh, uh, great to see where uh, me stepping out in faith uh, has uh, done um, 
I've never seen that before, so it's uh, good to see all of you. And um, uh, Stacy, you stepped out in faith too by uh, telling them that they were going to church with you. Um, so good job on that. And I wanted to share a verse with you, Colossians 2, 9 and 10. For in Christ lives all the fullness of God in a human body. So you are also made complete through your union with Christ, who is the head over every ruler and authority. Wendy, this is for you. Buddy and I have known you for a long time, and we've seen a lot of your hardships and your pain that you've went through. So you're an inspiration to us and so many. Um, Galatians 5.1 says, for freedom, Christ has set us free. Stand firm, firm, therefore, and do not submit again to the yoke of slavery. So leave your chains behind today and know that you can trust in the Father's love. We love you. This is for Lillian and Madeline. greatest joy of my life besides my own salvation was the birth of their mother. I learned what love really meant by being her mom. And now that my granddaughters have accepted Jesus and I got one more to go, I know that when God calls me home, I'll have peace because that matters more to me than anything. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Everything else will fall into place. I love you with my whole heart. This is for Wendy. Um, I've had the pleasure of working with you at the track and you have blessed me so much by watching your journey and your childlike faith and how much you love Jesus. These verses carried me through the hardest time of my life just a few years ago. And I'm putting an emphasis in a different place than I think we normally do because that is what spoke to me. So Jeremiah 29, 11 through 13, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. I love you, Wendy. Oh, congratulations to every single one of you. Uh, the heavens are rejoicing for this opportunity that you're stepping into. Um, the hell, hell has lost another one. Praise Jesus. Yeah. Wendy, we love you. I've seen your struggles day in, day out. I'm proud of you. May you be a shining light from this point on. We love you. God bless. Goodness. Emily. Um, Emily gave me permission to share that I met her when I was doing ministry um, at the Shelby County Jail. And um, I met her in E-Block, which is actually where my journey began as well. And then she 
left the jail and she went to live at the Women's Journey to Hope. And Marsha Fisher has been walking alongside her every step of the way. And I'm so grateful for the women that we have in this church to help come alongside other women. And I'm so proud of the progress that you've made and the decisions that you're making because when you change, it's gonna change the lives of your children and the lives of your whole family. And I'm just so grateful to be a part of this. Thank you. It's been an absolute honor being your sponsor and being able to be here for you for this today. And Dave. Your mommy would be so proud, honey. I love you so much, and I'm so grateful that you've made this decision. Thank you. I'd like to say congratulations to everybody and Wendy. I'm so proud of you, and God bless you, and enjoy your new life. Amen. Okay, so I just wanted to say a few things. Macy, I'm proud of you. I know this is hard to be in front of everybody, and you're doing a great job, and we're just so proud that you're sharing your love for Jesus with others. And um, Marissa, my little niece that I've drug here when she was little and, and had her come, and, and Lord, I'm just so excited for you, Marissa, that you're getting baptized and showing others that you believe and bringing up your family in a way that they will follow him. And Emily... Good job, girl. You've done exactly what you said you would when we were in jail. You said you're going to do this, and you want it to be strict because it needed to be strict. So we're really proud of you for sticking it out and loving Jesus. And Days, I want to tell you something, honey. So proud of you from where you've come. And just know that the Bible says that the angels in heaven are rejoicing because you guys have become saved. So your mommy's up there rejoicing because you're getting baptized today. Amen. So thanks for sharing your day with us. Emily, I never got to meet you in jail because of stuff that was, because I had a knee replacement. And so you come out of jail, I kept hearing about this Emily, hearing about this Emily. Wasn't for sure what we was getting. But I'm so thankful that you're here with us. And I'm glad I get to walk this journey with you. Um, some days are easier than others, but what I love is your perseverance to continue to go and to grow and to let Jesus and us love you. Cash Memo is so proud of you. I'm very happy for this day because not only are you letting us celebrate, I get to watch your daddy um, do something for you that I got to do for him, so that's pretty sweet. In days, I baptized your mommy and I know she is smiling down, and I love your mommy, and she is one of my sweetest friends, and I'm excited for you, and I'm excited for her to get to see you get baptized. Yeah. Amen. Okay. I just want to say congratulations to everyone, especially a little cash man. I love watching you grow up. I know your mamaw's extremely proud, and your papa is too. And we all are, and we love you. Amen. Okay, I'm going to be brave, because my girls are up there being brave. <laughs> 
Um, I just wanted to say, Lily and Madeline, that I'm super proud of you. And I want you to remember, Brad, you're going to have to help me out. I'm paraphrasing, so if I mess it up, jump in. <laughs> One of my favorite um, verses is from Psalms, and it says, If you take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there I'll hold you and my right hand will guide you. So no matter where you go from here, I want you to know that he has you. We love you and we're proud of you. I'd like to say that uh, I'm glad to be here today. Brinson's my son, Madeline, and Lily. I'm so proud of you guys. I love you with all my heart. Amen. Hey, so baptism, you know, as much as it is anything else, uh, is a picture, really, of the, the spirit. You know, it's a physical picture of the spiritual decision that each of you have already made. You know, it represents the, uh, the, the association, the death, the burial, and the resurrection, right, of Jesus in your life. It represents the hope, the promise of new life, a fresh start, a new day. Uh, and so here's actually how the Bible describes what happened um, on the day that you gave your life to Christ. It says this, that when we were dead in our trespasses and sins, God did something for us we could have never done for ourselves, right? We were, we were dead. We were unresponsive, unable, helpless. Uh, it says God uh, made you alive with him and forgave all of your sin, nailing it to the cross, right? It's just such a beautiful thing. And so what we want to do is just take a few minutes here in our service and give you an opportunity uh, to create kind of a physical picture of that spiritual truth that's already true, that Jesus has already performed in your life uh, on the day that you place your faith and trust in him, right? Um, and so we're going to give each of you an opportunity. There's two crosses behind you today, and so we're going to send you up in, uh, in twos or groups of two. Um, and we're just going to ask you, uh, as you consider what Christ has done for you, you're going to notice when you approach those crosses a couple things. Number one, you're going to see some hammer, you're, or a hammer, you're going to see some nails, and you're going to see little red pieces of paper. And what those little red pieces of paper symbolize, I want you to imagine that somehow, you know, maybe microfilm or something, God had found a way to write every sin you've ever committed on that paper, but you don't see it, all you see is red. And that red represents the shed blood of Christ covering over all of your sin. So that when God looks at you, he doesn't see your sin anymore. He only sees the righteousness of his son. And it's such a beautiful, beautiful truth. And I just want to remind you that, you know, what you nail to the cross might one day come off or fall. But listen, your sin, what Jesus has nailed to the cross that stays on the cross. So let me just pray for you uh, in these next few moments. Hey, God, would you just continue to do good, good things in the hearts and minds and lives of these uh, men and women, some of them young, some of them middle-aged. Um, but God, we just thank you for each one of them. We ask you to meet them where you meet everybody, at the foot of the cross. And so God, help not only them to approach the foot of the cross in this next week, but all of us that are in the room. Just give us a fresh reminder of what you did there and what that means for us. We ask and pray it all 
in the name of Jesus. Amen. So begin to go to the cross.
Thank you, Brandon. It's, it's awesome to be here this morning. The second service that I ever visited this church was a baptismal service. And I was like, have I been going to church my whole life? I'd never experienced anything like this. And it was part of my decision to come here to, to affirm people in a way that we do at this church just blesses my heart. It's kind of like fourth and one at the Colts Stadium, and uh, they get a first down every time somebody comes up out of the water. And, and I just love the way this church affirms people who've chosen to follow Jesus. It's, it's amazing. So the first part of this service was for those that chose to get baptized today. This part of the service is for you, and I've been asked to bring it. So... Um, I kind of want to relate to you this morning, uh, if you're here, that you may fall into one of these three categories. And if you listen to the testimonies of the people that got baptized today, at some point in their life, at some point in, in the different testimonies, they were all in these different categories. But the first category is you may be here today and you're wondering. You're wondering what this is all about. <laughs> this whole Jesus thing, this whole God thing, and these people choosing to follow him in believer's baptism, what is that all about? You know, even in scripture, there's numerous verses where people encountered God and they were filled with awe and wonder. When you encounter Jesus, you're still gonna be wondering because it's amazing what God does when he changes a life. And so if you're here today and you're just wondering, could God love me? Maybe that's what you're wondering. Or maybe you hear the term father and that sets you off a little bit because maybe you didn't have the best experience of a father in your life. That's, that's one of those ones for me. Um, I had a dad that saw me as an object for passion and I, saw a mom, I had a mom who saw me as an object of wrath and so I didn't have the greatest of childhood, and I did a lot of wondering in my life. And so sometimes, that leads me to the next category, I wandered. You might be here and you're a wanderer. Maybe you have started in a relationship with Jesus, and circumstances, and tough things came your way, and you made some choices, and you turned away from God, and you've wandered away from Him. Well. We want you to come back. We want you to come back to Jesus. And, and you can't wander too far away from God. You can't. So stop wandering today, okay? And then this last category, I think a lot of you will be able to relate to it better than the other two. And that's maybe you're here and you're weary. 
Maybe life has been really tough. I've had a tough week myself. Sitting at the hospital and watching a loved one slowly pass away. It's been tough. I'm weary. I'm weary of that. But Jesus said in Matthew 11, verse 28, he said, come to me, all who are weary and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. If you come to Jesus, it's not always going to be easy. I'm not going to paint that kind of picture for you. Sometimes being a Christian is tough. Sometimes standing up for Jesus is tough. But I'm telling you, when you're in a group of believers that love the Lord, they will help you find rest. They will. The numerous times, even this week, in my own life, where people of this church called me and prayed with me and prayed for me because of what was going on in my family's life this week, God is good all the time. And if you're here today and you've never taken that step of faith to follow Jesus and come to him in in repentance and make him the Lord and Savior of your life, like these people testified today, what God has done for them, now is the time. I used to get a little bit miffed when I heard preachers talk about, you don't know what's going to happen next. And then I got called to the fire service. And so for 21 years now, I've been a paramedic firefighter on the streets of Indianapolis. I've become a man acquainted with grief, and I've seen a lot of death, and it's come when it was unexpected. So I'm telling you, if you're here today and you're waiting, don't wait any longer. If you're wondering, don't wonder any longer. And if you're wandering, don't wander any longer. Come to Jesus. And I want to give you the opportunity to do that right now. If you're here today, if you would, everybody in the room, if you would just bow your heads. If you're here today, would you pray with me? Jesus, I'm asking you to be my Lord and Savior. I confess my faults to you. I want to surrender my life to you. I want you to come into my life and be my Lord and my Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. If you're here today and you prayed that prayer and you asked Jesus to come into your life, or maybe you said, I'm coming back to you, Jesus, and not going to wander anymore, would you fill out one of those cards? If somebody has one of those little white cards in their aisle next to him, hold it up for me. There we go. Thank you, Amanda. It looks like that card Amanda's holding up. If you would get out a pen and just take a moment and fill that out, it asks for your contact uh, information, and then it also has little different blocks on there. If you chose to, to step in a journey with Jesus today, or if you're coming back to Jesus today, or you're interested in baptism, or you're interested, you want somebody to talk to you more, please fill that card out and take it back to our New Beginnings table. And also, I just want you to know that I'm going to be down front. There's going to be some people down front as we close the service, and we'll be there to talk to you, and we want to pray with you and encourage you, okay? 
So stop wondering, stop wandering, and come and find rest from being weary. Come to Jesus today. Daniel. Thank you, Pat. Now, if you were in an accident anywhere around here, that's the guy you want to save you and pull you out of a car, right? Because he's not only big enough to do it, but he's going to be praying over you while you're coming out. So thank you, Pat. What a, what a, you know, Pat also is one of our small group leaders. He leads a group on Thursday night called Garage Men. That's pretty appropriate, isn't it? They actually meet at a guy's house, and uh, it's open to, to uh, any guy that wants to come. It's a great group. Uh, that response card, can I call your attention to it again? Because what we want to do as a church is we, we want to help you, all right? Because you come to Christ individually. You do. You come to him one-on-one. -on -one. It's just between you and him. But you don't grow that way alone. God wants us to get connected to a body, connected to a group, connected to a church. That's just how we grow. We grow faster. We grow stronger. It's like logs in a fire this time of year. You know, one log, if it's got treated right, I guess maybe it can get some fire going. But, man, you put a bunch of logs together that get hot, the fire gets hot. Amen? And that's what we want for every one of you. So uh, please just take another minute uh, to fill out that card because we really want it. We won't come to your house. Uh, we won't pester you, but we will follow, follow up. We will call you. We will send you a text. We'll let you know what a next step could be for you. So please check that, especially if you started your journey today or whichever one's appropriate for you. That last one says, I'm journeying with Christ and want to join this church. Uh, include that with baptism. Uh, baptism is part of that. Now, you can be baptized here without actually being a member of this church. Uh, but you can't be a member without being baptized. But we want you to, to follow the Lord in, as he directs you. Amen. Can you do that? So take a couple of minutes and be filling those out. And then what we're going to do, we're going to pass them too, just to help get more of them turned in. If you're over on this wall, pass them this way to the end of the aisle. And someone's going to walk down the aisle in just a minute and pick those cards up. And you guys, if you all would pass them to the center aisle and in the middle section here, if you'd pass those cards to the middle aisle, that'd be great. And over here from the wall, if you'd pass those cards this way, all right? Hey, one other thing, too. We want you to grow. Uh, this church is about growing. It isn't about just helping you come to Christ and then leaving you and saying, do the best you can. Uh, it's great that you're going to do the best you can, but you do better when you're with a group. We do better together. Can you say amen to that? And so we have lots and lots of small groups that meet every night of the week, uh, almost every single day. And hopefully somewhere there's going to be a group that you can get in. Uh, on Wednesday nights, I want to call a couple of attentions. We have some groups, we call them rooted. Uh, you, you get a book and really you get with somebody that's been walking with the Lord for a little while and they help you take the steps. And it meets on Wednesday night at a ministry center that we have called The Bridge. Some of y'all know The Bridge, amen? Uh, we have a lot of folks that come to know the Lord there. And that's on Wednesday nights. We have uh, groups on Tuesday nights and Thursday nights. We call them support groups because once a person comes to Christ or is coming toward Christ, sometimes we just talk a lot about how to grow in Christ, but how to overcome habits and hurts and hangups. And that's every Tuesday night and Thursday night at that Bridge Outreach Center. We have a group on Tuesday night. We have a group every night. Uh, uh, Tuesday nights, we have every other Tuesday, uh, Pastor Brad and uh, his wife, Jackie, are going to facilitate a group called um, Unoffendable. And it's just about 
how to press through these end times because Jesus said, now this is Jesus said this, this is in red in your Bible, and it says, in the last days, many will be offended. People just get easily sideways and, and aren't quick to forgive. Well, we, we're going to talk about that. It's going to be great. We're going to have child care for those groups because it's going to be another group for younger, younger. I, it's younger to me. They're 30s and 40s. Yeah, that's younger. They're going to have another group for that. You'll find all that information in this book, a lot of other groups uh, also. And this is what you do. If you'll take a picture of this uh, QR code, it'll take you right to the spot where you can scroll down through the groups that are still open and you can uh, click on and sign up, all right? So go to that. The, uh, web, the, uh, the groups at Shelby will give you information, but inside, SCC will help you even more, okay? Inside, SCC.org. You can go there. It'll be great. All right? Well, listen, thank you. Would you do this now? Would y'all pass those cards? There may just be one or two coming, but uh, go ahead and pass those toward the aisles, and we want to receive those. And again, I promise you we won't come knocking on your door, but we will call you this week, all right? So if you see a message, please send back a text, and let's just know that we're for you. We want to help you grow. Can you say amen? Has this been incredible or what? Yeah. Amen. Well, I'd like to... Uh, I'd like to close us in a word of prayer and just say, man, we, we love our church. We love what God's doing here. We're, we believe that revival is going to come to this county. We believe revival is going to come to this church in 2024. He said, well, what does that mean? It just means people are going to get lit. We're going to get lit up. We're going to get excited. We're, we're, we're going to let, we're going to get contagious. We're going to be dangerous. Uh, look out, devil. Get out of the way. We're coming. And so just know that God's got, and there's place here for you to come in and be a part. And God is doing a wonderful thing. Let me pray for you. Father, I thank you for every single one of these people, all 32 of them today. Lord, both services that demonstrated and proclaimed, Jesus is my Lord, and I'm, my old man is being buried, and a new person's being raised. And Lord, I thank you that this week, will you fill them with your spirit, get them into the word, help them, Lord, because we know that even as Pat said, life is not always nice. And so, Lord, give them power and strength and help them grow. For the rest of us here, those that are starting their journeys today, God, give extra grace to them to keep stepping out and stepping up to you, Lord, and looking to you. Lord, for those of us that have been walking with you for a few years, a little while, God, help us to be lights. Help us to encourage people. Help us, too, to keep finishing our own races very strong. So, Lord, we thank you for this great grace. And, Lord, I, we just speak in the name of Jesus a blessing over these people, a favor over these people, that things would continue to open up, life would continue to spring up. God, your anointing and your spirit would continue to fill us up. And God, we would continue to touch people in your name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. God, may shake a hand around.